0: Blog Talk Radio. I'm Marsha Nelson for sylviaglobal.com. I'm in Northern California today, and I'm talking with two out of five people from a very philanthropic family. Today's interview is part of a series I'm doing on child philanthropists. Today I have Hannah Button. 12 years old, right? Yes. Okay. And her mom, Diane. They're here from Hawaii. I am so touched mm-hmm. by everything I learned that your family is doing. And mm-hmm. Hannah said it herself, it's the family unit mm-hmm. that keeps it going mm-hmm. and, and makes it fun. And so, to me, that means it started with you and Mark, because Carly, Jack, and Hannah are a team in themselves and you and Mark must have created that can you tell us how you did that and in, in, let, me, let me contrast it to something sometimes parents say to their kids well you should do some volunteer work or you should do something for charity and it doesn't go very far and how is it that in your family it did it's just always been there. It's always been a part of who
1: we are. And, you know, we believe that when so much has been given, which in a lot of cases in America, so much has been given, that so much is required. And, you know, it's, it's become a part of their life since they were early on. I believe that you have a few years that you really can pour into your kids. And that's when their character is developing. And, you know, you you hear so often, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? And I really think in our family, we ask, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be when you grow up? And how are you going to get there? And, you know, the questions, do you want to be kind? Do you want to be giving? Do you want to make the world a better place? And those are the questions that we ask. And I think that with the kids... um, Observing them and being aware and intentional as a parent so that you, their interests are blended with the giving. So we're not saying, you know, kids, you have to go out and raise a, some money for such and such, or you have to believe in such and such. But we ask them, where do your interests lie? You know, what are your passions? What do you care about? And then their heart's in it. Mm-hmm. And they all have a big heart for charity, but they've
0: always you know, picked projects that feel right for them. Mhm. How can parents translate that in terms of specifics? How can they take that and and translate it to something concrete, specific that their child can do?
1: Well, I think you have to first look at the fact that you don't have to go out and build an orphanage. That's, giving is just one small thing at a time. Even if it's building an orphanage, it's still one small thing at a time. One lemonade stand, one book sold. You know, step by step, the orphanage gets built. So I think if parents look around their own neighborhood and they see that there's a lonely woman down the street with Alzheimer's or there's a mom that's really overstressed and mm-hmm. hasn't gotten a chance to take her dogs out for a walk or need somebody to watch her kids while she goes to the grocery store, that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. It really does. And if, if you can help your kids see needs, even in your own community to start with, you find that there are needs everywhere. Yeah. It's not just across the world. It's right on your own street, in your own neighborhood, in your own backyard. And I think we have to be open to seeing where the needs are.
0: So putting on the eyes that are looking for yeah. needs Mm-hmm. and starting small that's right and also from doing that finding needs in your own neighborhood and starting small you get the satisfaction of seeing what happens right away right. it's not for sometimes for kids to 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 do a fundraiser is good sending money to an organization or a project is good but they don't necessarily see what happens because of their specific work that's right and sometimes when they're older Mm-hmm. They can appreciate that more, Yeah. but for young ones to be able to see right away, the results of their efforts and their giving mm-hmm. can be real motivating. I've
1: noticed that some of the things we do, for example, they raised money to buy 60 um, backpacks filled with school supplies for local kids. And they mm-hmm. um, bought some new band equipment for the band in one of the public schools near us. and. The local things that they do like that are really fun because you get a certain project and you say, okay, let's go. And then they start every Mm -hmm. weekend, they start bringing their friends in. And you can get a lot more community involvement when you're doing something local as well sometimes. Sure, sure. So I think it's a really neat way for parents to first start out is just look in your schools and look in your neighborhoods and your convalescent homes and retirement communities and just see where you can help
0: out. There's always, always someplace that you can help. And it's really laying the foundation for kids to feel that they are a part of their world Mm -hmm. and that what they do matters.
1: Yeah. I think one of the greatest things I've seen in my kids is that the world isn't just them. Mm. The world is so much bigger and they know that. Mm. And I think at first, as a parent, you're showing them. You're saying, Hannah, look, there's somebody that you can help. Or Hannah, look, there's a need. Or how do you feel about that? But then, you know, you get them young for only so many years. And then when they start becoming teenagers, they start seeing it for themselves. They start seeing the needs. And that's been a really neat shift is that they they know that the world is a lot bigger than them. They're part of a whole. And I think they all get that, all three in their own different ways, you know, because mm-hmm. they're at different ages right now. But they get that it's a big world and that they're... They need to be responsible to take care of it yeah. and take care of the people who live
0: you know, here. So true. Yeah. I want us to give the website. You have a website for cause you, all these little projects that you've mentioned. You have a website that people can go to and see some of the projects you've been doing, seeing that you've been doing and what you're going to be doing. and ch- They can check in, right?
1: Mm-hmm. They can touch base. Yeah, it's called
0: DreamofAbetterWorld.org. Dream, dream of a better world. Dream of dream of a betterworld.org. Yes, we'll also put that at the end of the video, okay. and they can get your special delivery cookbook there, mm-hmm. or they can go on Amazon.com. Um, yeah, we're going to continue talking, you and I, shall we? Okay. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and I'll talk more with Hannah. And I will also mention that there is going to be an interview in the future with the whole Button family. Uh, So that that will be coming down the road. Uh, Thank you so much, Diane, for uh, sharing all of this with us. And you too. And we will continue. I was really touched by the interview you just saw with Diane and Hannah Button. So I want to remind you, stay tuned. Watch for the next part. Watch it right now. I'm going to be talking with 12-year-old Hannah more in depth about what is at the heart of philanthropy for her. It's going to be a really rich conversation. This is Marcia Nelson for SylviaGlobal.com.